show do do I just say what's up, Carlos? Like how do we've been sitting here for a while? I don't know what to say. How do I intro this? It's like we we intro like we're greeting each other on the street. Oh, hi, Carlos. Hey, Jonah Price. Hey, it's been a long time. Let's talk. All like, right. Let's that... be mindful and messy. <laughs> is, that how, is that how we're supposed to intro it? I don't know. Maybe we should get some suggestions from I, people. I, yeah, maybe. I feel like we're getting too much in like a groove. Like, <laughs> hey, Carlos Mendoza. And like, why do we say our full names every time? I know, right? I let, let's ask. I'm going to ask some friends. I'll probably post it on like Facebook or Instagram. Hey, how should we intro our podcast? <laughs> all right well i've got a story for you about you because we went to portland recently Uh and uh i thought you died you thought i died yeah i wasn't sure if you died i didn't know what happened that's intense dude yeah dude so uh or maybe it's just always you this is just what you do (sighs) i i know what you're talking about and i i if it was not for the podcast, if we weren't recording right now, I would try and shy away from this. But I feel like I need you to tell this story. <sighs> well, let's get to it. This is Mindful Meets Messy, the podcast. Now, you got to know this about Carlos. For some reason, Carlos has a bad habit of being late to things, like his plane flights. Or Now, that's not in his professional life, though. That, i got to clarify that because it's not in his professional life. He's always on time. He's always there when he's supposed to be there. But when it comes to, like, your free what, – what would you call it? Like, free-form traveling? If, if I'm going through an experience where I want to detach from responsibility – basically what carlos is saying when i'm at work that's real work i'm mindful but when i'm on the podcast or just want to have fun i'm super messy in the fact that i will be late to everything not everything i think that's an over exaggeration i will never be late to the dinner table Oh, that's a good one. Food, you my should, man. You should never be late to the I dinner table. I will never be late for a hot plate. But I feel good. like you're trying to shy away from this right now. But I am, I you am. totally... Well, you were late. Okay, I was late. All right. Wait. Let me take you through this. All right. So the night before... So I get to Portland after Carlos does. Because Carlos leaves a day early to go to Portland. And we meet up. We hang out. It was really cool. We went shopping. Didn't do too much crazy stuff. Well, you, you met me and my friend, who eventually became your friend... Um, at a restaurant, I forget what it was called. It was called, called like pork bellies or something, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Pot bellies. Yeah. It was a really good like sandwich, macaroni and cheese. And it was really funny because because trying to get there, my uh, Lyft driver could not figure out how to get there. Mm-hmm. He could, he just couldn't. And he's an organ guy. He's been there since college, and he's it was a bit older. Yeah, you mentioned you were like riding around the block for like a few yeah we were, a few times. We, we were literally circling the place and that's literally downtown in portland and we where they stop have saying literally just, just literally <laughs> literally uh anyways i uh, i get there and we talked for a little bit we hung out uh we got to know each other i got to know uh ariel she's really cool she actually was on one of our podcasts already when our very first one yeah where we got to know it more about each other and she's a really good friend of yours and she's mm-hmm. a super mindful person really cool and we hung out and chilled. Oh, I think we smoked hookah that night, right? Uh, it was the first night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that was cool. Learned to actually smoke hookah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd smoked hookah a bunch of times before, <laughs> but I, apparently I was doing it wrong. Well, I guess there's no real wrong way, but it just wasn't work. Like, I wasn't... Well, I was I was killing my throat is what really what was happening. Well, it was wrong because you weren't inhaling it. It wasn't going to your lungs, and therefore you weren't getting the nicotine tobacco high. Well, it it was it was it was definitely it was going into my lungs the first time because I was definitely breathing it in. It just wasn't. Uh, it was killing my throat because it wouldn't. I wouldn't suck in any more air, mm-hmm. and so it would just stay in my throat. Right. And so I would always wake up with this horrible. So you had like little baby dinosaur inhales. It wasn't. It wasn't the correct inhale that you needed. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a good inhale because when you when you smoke hookah. You got to inhale it all, kind of fill up everything, then suck in some air. Mm-hmm. Some people suck it in together, suck in air, and some people are like skilled like that. Um, I'm not skilled like that, so I have to suck in air after. And mm-hmm. then you 
blow it all out and it never it never feels like it touches my throat when I did that. Mm-hmm. But the other way, it just like would kill my throat. Anyways, I got to get to the story. You're <laughs> we're really tracking away. It sounds like you're really fascinated by smoking hookah. I'm glad you accomplished it. I was so happy for you. It was it was really like it was a process, dude, to just figure it out because I hadn't been doing it right or whatever. Uh-huh. We haven't been doing it well, I would say. Mm-hmm. In ever since I had started smoking it. Well, you know what? Happy 2018. You got something checked off for this year. Hey, that was actually 2017, like the l- second oh, was last it? day. Yeah, oh, was it? Oh, you're right. Was it was. Well, way to end the year on a high note. All right. I guess we only have to play this episode on the 30th, uh, every 30th now. Well, actually, no. This has to be after. This has to be 2018 because in Vegas, we said it was 2018. We're, uh, we're so, going to have to delete okay, all this. I, fe- I feel like we have to explain how we do podcasts at this point. <laughs> Because so we plan for the next podcast and we talk about the past as if we're in that day. It's very confusing. The There's a audience, lot of math. The audience is in a time loop right now. It, that's literally what's happening. You are traveling in time with us right now. Oh my goodness, we failed our audience. We totally mm-hmm. just fit. We have to be mindful of that though, like because <laughs> do people, are people going to think we just lied to them now? It, it's so confusing right now. <laughs> It's it's like when we had the whole teaser, like we're gonna be in Vegas and we're like I'm right here in front of you, right? Like that, that we are really just confusing our audience at this point. Yes, we just yeah. need to be honest. I think with so we release on Tuesday. If you guys didn't know, just tune in every Tuesday and we'll be up and ready to go every Tuesday morning. If you want to wake up and uh, take a stroll with us uh, or want to ride your bike, that's cool because people have been doing that. That's really awesome to hear. And also write us your feedback. We love to hear your feedback um, because that keeps us mindful of our show. And if we're confusing you, just let us know. Um, See, now we owe it to the people to Photoshop our faces onto a DeLorean and post it on our social media. (laughs) Because that's the only way this podcast will make sense now. You know, our podcast doesn't make sense, but makes so much sense at the same time. If you don't make dollars... It makes sense. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, no, it's just, it was just a mindful process to smoking hookah and like trying to figure it out. And at that moment, we actually had some really cool conversations. And the coolest conversation happened when they said, Hey, we'll pick you up tomorrow and we'll let you know what time. Cause that's when it got real interesting. Mm -hmm. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a morning person and I know Carlos is a night person and I don't know what, um, Ariel is, but, I would assume she's probably more so of a night person than me. She's, I would say she's like my personality. She, she can get up at night. She could get up in the morning. She gets up whenever she needs to based, based on what she's doing. Yeah. So, so she's more flexible where I'm a morning person. I love getting up in the morning and being ready to go. So I always wake up around six to eight. That's, that's my usual time. If I'm just waking up just to wake up, Mm -hmm. um, if I'm waking up for work, I can wake up at four, three. I've done that before and I love it because I love seeing the sunrise. Mm. Anyways, I wake up and it's about, you know, eight o'clock, you know, and it's, I'm chilling and I get a text. Uh, I get it. Was it the night before? I don't remember what day it was. I could check. I texted you in the morning. I'm not sure if Ariel texted you at night or if she also texted you in the morning. I think she texted me. I want to say she texted me early in the morning. She probably texted you before I did because I I know I texted you around nine or nine thirty. She, she texted me before you did. Okay, for sure. So she texted you around seven or eight then. Yeah, she texted me early, like seven or eight, and she was like, "Oh, hey, so ten thirty or eleven, like mm-hmm. around that time." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Okay, cool." And then I get a text from Carlos that says nine thirty, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, nine thirty. That's that's a really." Okay, so he will have probably about have an hour to get ready, and he was just telling me about nine thirty he was getting ready, and so I'm like, all right, so they got they got some time, they'll, they'll make it, they'll make it, and so ten rolls around, and I'm like, all right, that's cool, I'll start playing my Mario Kart because I'm gonna play my Mario Kart and finish some levels real quick, and then ten thirty rolls around, and I'm like, okay, so I'll watch some Hulu and just chill. I'll watch some Netflix, whatever, and then 11 o'clock rolls around. Because I already figured that they would be there around 11. And it was when 11.30 hit when I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on. And then I, I called. No answer. Yeah, you, call, you called Ariel. And then I called Carlos again. Nothing. Then I called Ariel. Nothing. Then I think I called Ariel. Uh, then I think I texted you guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, what's up, y'all? Good?" Nothing. No response for about an hour. 
And so now we're getting into like 12 o'clock and the plan was to have brunch the next morning, right? This is, we're passing brunch now. Brunch time has gone bye-bye. And I'm like, I'm hungry and I've been waiting for these guys. So what do I do? I go get my shepherd's pie that I had the night before. And uh, I start eating that. And I'm like, I'm I'm only going to eat half of it because I'll probably eat some later. And then still nothing. So I ate some more of it. Now it's all gone. And I'm still hungry because I didn't have a breakfast and I didn't have a lunch. I had now a snack that was for both breakfast and lunch. So I'm like, I guess I'll go. I'll go get food. I'll go look for food. Now, mind you, on a Sunday... There is nothing open in Portland, which is really cool. I really actually like that that there's nothing open in in uh, Portland. And so I'm just looking around, and I got to find something to eat. And I walk about, I don't know, a mile and a half, two miles, and I find um, a sandwich, like uh, – a sandwich, what are they called? Like a truck. A, like, like a food, food truck. truck. I found a food truck. That's what it was. I found a food truck, and this guy's selling grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm like, grilled cheese sandwich with bacon, because as Carlos knows, I love bacon. And uh, I get a call from Carlos, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, well, at least, at least you guys didn't die, because I knew that they were picking up a rental car. This whole time, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, because they were supposed to pick up a rental car, and if they picked up the rental car and didn't come back, I'm like, they might be dead. They just might be dead. But I'm going to eat because I'm hungry. <laughs> um, and so you guys pick up a rental car later. And so we didn't end up going tubing. But it was your first time tubing, man. It was. It was. But I I owe it to the people. I owe it to myself to clear my name. You know, I, do you see how I try to smooth over that? Like, yeah, hey, no, 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 Carlos no. is a horrible person. No, Everyone no, no, no. needs to know that, and we're going to smooth over that. Yeah. Hey, new experiences. No, I will not let you do that to my name. <laughs> Never. I, I, no, no, Jonah. So this is what happened, everyone. Okay. Yes, it's all true. We, <laughs> I, I dropped the ball, and I made Jonah wait three hours for me and my friend to pick him up. Now, look, listen. On this trip, I met the most wonderful people I've met in my entire life. Kindred spirits, dude. And th- th- I, they were the reason I, we were late, okay? And by that, I mean we had a great mindful conversation in their living room, on their couches, talking about life, talking about relationships. It's like they were on this podcast and we were only missing you. And I'm so sorry that we were missing you. All right, so I also want to shout out uh, Heather and Jared because they were awesome. Not only did they invite me over, they listened to the podcast as well as apologized and said, hey, you know, we're really sorry that Carlos was late. So I will, I will, your name has been cleared, sir. Thank you, everyone. And what's amazing about them is that these were our Airbnb hosts um, for the two, three days that we were there. We had no expectation of them being there them wanting to hang out no expectations at all they ended up becoming all of our best friends oh man they're such cool people yeah and even on top of that like i had an airbnb and this was my first time doing an airbnb so i drive up and i'm talking about the the guy about star wars right and Uh he's like i love it and i guess i'm not supposed to love it and all this stuff and i'm like well it was uh interesting and we kept driving and i get into the airbnb and i get a text from my airbnb host saying hey i'm not gonna be there just use the code get in i use the code get in and it's dead there's no one in there it's so weird right Mm because i'm in some i'm literally in someone else's house and i feel super uncomfortable how'd you get in they have a code for their door. Oh, th- that's it though. It was there's no key or anything. There's no key or anything. There's a code. Whoa, that's super high tech, right? That's super high tech, dude. High tech house. Yeah. So, um, I g- you may enter, sir. It was in British too. Yeah, it even said my name. It was like, "Hello, welcome, Jonah Price." Wow, it did yeah. a, like a eye retina scan. Yeah. Yeah, I did one of those. You walk in, use the force. That, was a, that, that was would a, be really cool if it was like a Star Wars themed house, <laughs> and like you had to like battle like the Emperor, Darth Vader, droids, stormtroopers to get to your room. 
I hope that sound effects actually sounded. That was cool. awesome. Was dude. that pretty good? Th- that felt real. Okay, cool. I'll pull some like right right behind it. Uh, so yeah, so it was really weird. I get into the house, and then like an hour and a half later, she shows up. Hmm. My host shows up. And I'm like, yeah, so it's the first time I've done Wait, Airbnb. Wait, can you rewind? Because it, sounded, it sounded like you said my hoe showed up. Oh, my host. Okay. Yeah, host Got it, got it. Because you sounded like Michael Scott. Uh, I almost want to rewind it in, like, in real time and then play it back for everyone to see what I actually said. Do it. Okay. Hmm. My host shows up. Hmm. My host shows up. Hmm. My host shows up. It just sounds like a lazy host. Where the T just kind of just, just drops saying, out. Man, I'm just saying, this is broadcasting one. Well, you got to enunciate. Let's, you, let's put it to the crowd. Let's, hey, hey, if you think I say host, just put yes. Just just, just put yes. Comment yes. No, no, no. We're going to comment no. Comment no if, comment you, if no, you agree with Carlos. Comment no, for show. I, you know what? We're just going to have trolls out there. Just everyone's going to comment no. <laughs> All right. We got to get to a call right now because this, this is what prompted this is we wanted to talk about travel and why do you travel? And so uh, we have Stephanie Hart on the line. Hey, Steph. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. So, yeah, we're talking about traveling. We just went to Portland, and it was a great – we had a great time out in Portland. Just met some really incredible people. Um, why do you travel? Well, we travel to scuba dive. And in the process of scuba diving, we end up finding out about cultures, about activities in the area, whether it be, you know, a kava ceremony in Fiji or – looking at the state building in Sacramento. I mean, it's it's all over the place. Along with experiencing these different perspectives, have you brought anything from those trips back to your own habits, back to your own life that, that you've grown for the better? As far as some cultural habits, we actually use placemats every time we eat. And that comes from our trip to Ukraine. And then we noticed that they have it in many of the other countries, Philippines and Fiji. Everyone uses placemat. So we we make time to plan to go on to holiday, to go on to vacation, right? To experience these different cultures and and possibly incorporate new traditions and take things back with us. On the other side, these people that we're visiting, these locations that we're visiting... Do you think they're thinking about future plans? You think they're thinking about, I need to take this holiday. And they think about just worrying about filling up their bowls with rice. You know, a lot of what they don't have, they don't know they don't have it. Um, Philippines was a good example. Um, they're very giving people, so don't ever tell them you love something because they'll want to give it to you. But I was admiring someone's flip-flops because they said the Philippines or they said Philippines on them. And the next day, she brought me a pair of, fil- a pair of flip-flops. I knew this was a stretch for her. And she'd been so gracious. And she'd helped me with you know, some dietary restrictions. And she remembered my name right away, those kind of things. So I noticed that she admired my earrings from Hard Rock Cafe. They were some pink guitars. So when I left, I cleaned them. And then I handed them to her. I presented them to her as a gift. Oh. And she was blown away that I would give someone of my possessions to her. And that I think that's what we forget when we travel is that these people who are so gracious to us to share their homes, to share their foods, to share their cultures, who have nothing and are just happy to have a job there. It's it's again, it's something that just kind of stuck with me. And that's the thing, Jonah, you want you want to talk to the locals. The locals will tell you what you need to see. Hey, Steph, I am currently jotting down all these notes that you're giving me at the same time looking up destinations for my next holiday. It might be Malaysia, actually. So thank you so much. You've definitely inspired me. I see Jonah's eyes right now. He's like, yeah, let's go, dude. Let's go. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, hey, how can we get Southwest or even anybody, anybody, anybody to sponsor us for our trip to put Mindful Meets Messy International? Thanks, Stephanie. There's always a go find me. All right. Thanks, Steph. We really appreciate it. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. That was really awesome to hear someone that has been around the world and has experienced all those things, especially about meeting these people and giving unsurprising gifts and having those, those I would call them miracle moments, you know, those eye-opening moments that you didn't expect. Um, I'm kind of navigating through that myself because I'm a person who, lo- who loves to travel, if you, if you haven't figured out by now. Yeah. Yeah, you also like missing your plane flights. Well, you know, it comes, it comes, <laughs> it comes with the package, right? You know, you win something, you lose a lot. Hey. <laughs> Biggest mentality. 
<laughs> and I've I've been really trying to figure out why is it that I love to travel a lot? What what am I gaining from it? And yes, it is a lot to do that I am learning a lot of perspectives and all these things, but I think it comes down to those miracle moments that you don't expect. You know what for me? It's people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you wanted to know from me, but I'm going to tell you. No, Anyways. no, no. I was looking at you for an answer. So I was like, <laughs> yes. Um, for me, it's it it is it's those magical moments, and it's to me. There's a lot of I want to get outside the U.S., and the reason is because there's so many people in the U.S. that are involved in themselves when in public. Mm. They think about themselves when they're in public. Now, I say in public specifically because I'm not saying that you're all about yourself all the time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you are out there, like when I'm on the train or when I'm anywhere, it's really hard to start up a conversation. And it's not like I'm – there are moments where it's easy, right? Mm -hmm. There's moments where it just happens like, oh, I had one actually when we were in Vegas. I didn't even tell you about this. Uh, When we were in Vegas, I had one – a moment happened when I was at the timeshare thing. On the way back, I met this lady. She was really cool. She traveled the world. She actually got a timeshare um, because she just wanted to travel by herself and it was something that she could afford. And she goes all over the place Mm -hmm. all the time. That's just her thing. And she gets to take her kids, and th- that's what she likes to do. And she also recognized the fact that there are so many people all over the U.S. that just don't acknowledge other people's existence. And I think if we did that more, we'd be able to recognize people as people. Mm. And I feel like that's missed here a lot in public in America. Like, we, we recognize our friends, but anybody outside of that is like, oh, no, you're taboo. I don't, I don't want to talk to you. That's what it feels like. Right. Now, that well, could just be an impression. I think with that, during our call, you brought up a great point about the analysis or paralysis. The There's too much information given to paralysis us. Paralysis of analysis or analysis paralysis. Yeah. All, like, that is so true. That rang a bell for me. It It felt like a ding, 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 ding moment. In that we are so overwhelmed with a lot of things happening here, um, especially I would say on the West Coast and East Coast, where we're in in uh, urban areas, cities, and things are just moving so fast. We're staring at our phones and not talking to people, mm. and and then and then we get to a point where we're like, I feel burnt out at this nine to five job. Well, of course you feel burnt out because you're not talking to people. And so you wish to get away so then you can find your tribe and feel part of a community. Mm. You know, I find that interesting because it sounds like we are on opposite sides of the spectrum with different cultures, right? When Steph was talking, there was a lot of cultures. And I've had foreign exchange students stay at um, my house, at my parents' house where I used to live. And there was a lot more community, Right. There's a lot more. But there's also a lot of people from those communities that weren't able to get out of their little town or their village or wherever they were. Yet we're the same in some senses. Right. We stay in the U.S. and we don't acknowledge like we might go to Tokyo. We might go to um, China, but we're stuck within like this business realm where it's, Mm. it's only what we're comfortable with. And we're not really experiencing the world. And uh, I feel like different cultures are kind of experience that on a like a, a different level mm-hmm. where they just don't have the ability to get out, whether they want to or not, but they don't think about it and they don't really care. Same thing here, though. We don't care because we don't care about people, mm-hmm. though. That That's the flip. That's the difference is that here it seems like we care about ourselves, so that's why we'll go do business trips anywhere. But then when we get to uh, other cultures, it's like they just don't have that access but they like what they have. They don't mind what they have. And we get away because we don't like what we have. Right, right. It's, you know what, it, it, it's the all-encompassing, what, what do you think wanderlust is? Wanderlust? Like the, yeah. uh, like just trying, wanting, that li- longing to get away from. Longing to get away, right. And we've been talking about, you know, getting perspectives from other people because we want to be part of the people community. We want to engage. But then going along with what you just mentioned, how do we detach from this world that we've created where we're not in tune and we're incapable of connecting, right? We're talking about being incapable of connecting. So do you think that part of Wonderlust, the want to not only meet new people, but the the desire to be put in the wilderness? 
you know, being yeah. put in a situation where you have to develop new habits for survival. You have to depend on people. Yeah, I mean, I think also in one sense, yeah, like you're saying, I think it does have to go back to your roots and what you, who you are as a person, right? How how you are as a human, as a being, um, that we have neglected, I think, a lot of natural tendencies that we have, that we were created with. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we do that are super unnatural, like staying in front of a TV or in front of a computer, and that's where we work all day. And uh, there's different uh, styles of work that just don't really make sense for survival, specifically, mm-hmm. where we'll be making presentations, BS presentations, right? Like th- that's a job. There's a job. There's a job called sales, mm-hmm. where you can literally. BS your way through the entire presentation. That's a thing. Yeah. There's there's a lot of jobs like that where it's like it's marketing, right? There's marketing. There's a whole thing about throwing things in front of people's faces so they buy your product. These are these aren't really survival tactics. These aren't a part of our natural being, but they're jobs and they're things that we do for money so that we quote unquote can survive when we don't even need money to survive, which is going to go into a whole different topic mm. on the identity of value. But let's go into value though. What, you, you, what I value from, from this whole conversation is that the reason I started thinking about this was because of that little miracle that happened to me in Portland. Mm. And that little miracle was meeting Heather and Jared. Okay, yeah. yeah. And and you want to know why they were my miracle? I do. I do want to know why they were your miracle. Because they were. I felt like they were also, that miracle was shared with me. I feel like that miracle was shared with me. It was. And it was the fact that they shared their story about how they detached for what was in their way to be happy. Mm. And from them sharing their vulnerability and their experiences from me being on holiday, that was something unexpected. That's That was a miracle to me that a human being gave with no armor, with no expectations, and... I was just so intensely happy that it was given to me as a gift. And it made me it made me evaluate my own desires and my own motivations for traveling. You know what was crazy? I went in so they invited me uh J- Jared and Heather invited me into their house not even knowing me off of people that they literally met only like a day ago. And they invited another stranger into their house. That's that was me. I was yeah. a stranger. They yeah. did not know. Yeah. And they invited me into their house and I get there and I feel so welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've known these people forever. And it was the coolest moment. I was like, "Wow. Their their house felt like a bright black hole of love." Right. Totally. I, w- I was about to say like of love, right? As you said, of love. I was like, but I'm gonna let him have his moment. I'm gonna let him have his moment. Thank you. Thank I'm gonna you, let you, you finish, you, Carlos. You, I'm gonna let you finish. But I just have to say, Heather and Jared had the best Airbnb of all time. Whoop whoop. But I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It was it was so cool just to meet people that were so open with so many different. I felt like I could just talk. Yeah. Like I didn't have to tiptoe around anything. It was just like, hey, this is what we this is what we're about. And it was so so special. Mm-hmm. Well, to give a quick little overview of who of who they are, um they're they're a married couple who just moved to Portland. I believe it's they've been there a year. Um, if not less than a year. By the way, Heather and Jared, we just have to. It's so inspiring that we have to tell your story. I don't yes. know if you want us to tell your story, but we're talking about your story, and we ain't gonna say your names if you uh, don't want. If us you don't want to say it's your last names, we won't say it. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> but um, they shared their story, like I mentioned, and they are actually from North Carolina. Um, and I'm going to fat check that later because I don't want to screw it up. Um, but you know what? Let's have them on the podcast 
either either in this one or in future ones and we'll get their story you know we we will get their story i want to yeah. get the you want to get it soon and we'll uh, uh yeah, we'll definitely yeah. talk to our producer about that and get that get that going yes. asap and long story short is that they met in north carolina they had a lot of family problems as we all do um, but they m- fell madly in love. If you watch The Office, they are Jim and Pam from The Office. Quick little story. One of the dates they went on, they bought gummy bears at Walmart and were throwing them up in the air and catching them with their mouths in the parking lot. Well done. Well done. That's all How I can say. How effing romantic and cute is that? <sighs> and they fell in love. They got married, and you know what? They left their nine-to-five jobs, moved to Portland, and are now doing what they love to do, and they're happy. You know what, Carlos? I figured it out. You know, I've been telling you, I've been single for a while. A A while. There's dust coming out of that quote. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? The dust coming out. Where is the dust? You got me. You got me. Anyway, I've been single for a while, and mm-hmm, I figured out mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone that I can throw gummy bears into their mouth. That's what. That's it, man. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's the cl- kind of love I'm looking for. That's man. all you want. <laughs> just, just, just some gummy bears, ladies. If you're into gummy bears, specifically from uh, department stores with big parking lots. Hit up Jonah Price at... Hey. Oh, wow. We're going to do that right now. Go for it, man. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, Instagram, you can hit me up at Jonah Price, uh, as well as Facebook is Price Jonah. It's Snapchat, same thing, Jonah Price. It's all Jonah Price or Price Jonah. Find it somewhere. <laughs> um, you can Google me. Like That's literally how easy it is to find me. You can Google me. And now I feel like I'm going to fi- have a stalker. That's what you just did. Oh, you guys can call in, too. If you- oh, gosh. why did you? So Carlos just puts a phone up to his ear, and he knows when he does that. I automatically just go like it's a, it's an automatic fire, like I'm supposed. Oh my goodness! You and mean, now I feel like I'm at it. it. Now you have to do it. Okay, I'll do it. Hey guys, you can call us if you guys have any uh, anything any topics you want us to talk about by calling seven six zero eight five 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 six zero one. That's seven six zero eight five 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 six zero one. We'll text to um and if we do not answer or pick up, you can always leave a message for Little Big Entertainment. But now we got a caller on the line, um, Ariel, who is with us there with Jared. Hey, Ariel, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Ah! <laughs> 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 so you you were with us on the trip, uh, and what was your experience just meeting Heather and Jared? Okay, I hear their names, and all I think of is beautiful. <laughs> um. It was wonderful meeting other individuals from different walks of life um, and hearing just how alike we also think and also how different we also we also thought as a collective group and and together like it was every time we were around each other we were just constantly hashing out ideas like and yeah it was a total collaborative was, process yeah, and just conversation it was great yeah community exactly community that is ex- i mean that's what it was mika the uh so mm-hmm. at, at one point during one of the nights we were all talking and heather mentioned that she felt that we were all kindred spirits what what does that mean mm-hmm. to you because there's a whole bunch of thoughts that i have when someone says that we're kindred spirits <laughs> Well, that's that's really loaded for me. Uh huh. Um, in the sense that, like, the idea of a spirit also comes from the idea um, that the idea that I grew um, grew up on. You know, like we all have a soul, we have a spirit, and you know, and it was really tied to religion. So, but it has evolved into something, yes, very spiritual that is still tied to religion, especially with like my shift in my own um, spiritual path. So I feel like kindred, kindred spirits um, is this connection with another soul um, beyond what we see. You know, we all have our outer appearance and 
so beyond that and how you're just instantly connected with someone and just want to be around them for various reasons, whether it be conversation, whatever, you know, energy they're putting out into the, into the world. And I feel like when we were talking with them, it was like, we had an instant connection. It wasn't like, it, it, it was, it was beyond like, Hey, you know, how was your day? Oh, it was great. You know, and you know, not connecting in that very like superficial, like way, which is, you know, it's, it's okay. Like, you know, especially when you're meeting your Airbnb host, like that's totally acceptable. <laughs> right. And I want to, <laughs> you know? I want to stop you there um, because we did talk more actually about that. Um, what you said, and I just don't want to lose that point where okay. it was so like, there was this connection that we could just talk, right? It was this community mm-hmm. that we were a part of. There's so many of these words that was like, it was almost like family all of a sudden, but this is what I, I, I refrain to use family because there's times where people have families that they can't talk to like this, which is crazy, right? I wish I could talk to all my family members just like the, like we talked yeah. to them. But it's crazy how we could just have this great conversation, this great time playing salad bowl where he plays charades and try to describe a word from a bowl with three, two, one word. It was that was such a fun time, and we just connected. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think that? What do you think that was? That just how how do you think that works? Just as a as being a person trying to connect with other people, they were like our spirit family. I know that family, like you said, it was really loaded. You know, you don't always get along with certain families, but you know, our spirits were very familiar to each other and so I don't know I mean you know I use the word family because I that's what I when I think of community I think of that even though I don't per se get along with every one of my family members or they don't know me as well but um, when I use the word family it's mostly to directly correlated to community and so we didn't know each other. They're Airbnb like hosts. Like that's what we went in there thinking, you know, this is my Airbnb host. I hope they're not, you know, going to do weird things to me, you know, <laughs> hoping, like, hoping that everything's going to be okay. You know, you're like, I'm not going to get murdered. And it was really funny because Heather had the same idea. She's like, I hope these people that we're letting in, you know, I hope we don't get murdered, <laughs> you know, but like, and then you're, you're coming into the situation and all of a sudden you're, you're just, wrapped around this like blanket of you know love and thoughts and and openness and and I just feel like even if we had a conversation with them that maybe we didn't agree with um it still would have been productive and not um and, and, and not closed like we wouldn't have just been like well I'm right you're wrong it would have been really truly listening to each other. You know, I and, think. I mean, I, that, I totally derailed from the whole family thing that you just said, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> Mika, you, you know what I think? I think one of the things that that really made it a place of like love and and acceptance and just just all around just a beautiful thing happening was that we were all willing to be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Definitely. And I think I I think I think it's hard to get a room full of people that are all on that same level of vulnerability. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that we are different and different looking and different like, you know, you easily can look at someone and just be like, "Oh, you know, I have my reservations against like I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about with them, I don't want to talk about certain subjects with them because it can, you know, get crazy. Um, but it didn't, and it wasn't, and you know, like it was, it was great. Like, yeah, it was because we were very vulnerable with each other. We were open. We were open to sharing um, different parts of our lives with one another instead of keeping them a secret and like even just things of like this is my really bad habit. This is my vice, or like. And oh, I'm trying to work on it, but you know that's not something you like. Really, 
share with someone who's essentially a stranger, right? Right. <laughs> but, on, the, on, on the second night of I meeting. Did, like, I know I did. And we don't need to talk about what it was. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, um, we, we, we were also talking, too, that uh, at least for me, this this so meeting them was a miracle to me and this would have never happened if i didn't go traveling and that's one of the special special reasons why i do travel is to have these moments with people um not only the people i travel not even the people i travel with but you know the people that we meet um what do you Mm -hmm. think about traveling like do you have the same you have the same perspective is it more what what, like what what, why is it that you travel really funny it's really funny because I have anxiety when I talk to people. Like, I'm having anxiety right now. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, yeah. Anyway, um, but I was just thinking about that. So I'm reading this really cool book right now. It's called Orientalism by um, Edward Said. And Shameless plug. I'm sorry? Shameless plug. Sorry. Oh, I, I, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a plug. Um, and um, so far, I mean, I've just read, I'm like reading the preface. Like it's, I haven't even gotten like that far into it. But so far what I've gotten, um, because I was mulling over this idea, like why travel, you know? And People are always like, I want to travel to, quote, unquote, exotic lands and eat, quote, unquote, exotic foods and be with exotic people. And the more I read this book, (laughs) the more I hate that idea. And the more I feel like, because I've always wondered, like, why am I traveling? Like, I do like doing this. I get anxiety from meeting people, but I, I just want to see how people are with each other. Especially when you add a different element, especially when you, you know, immerse yourself into something that maybe you're not really used to. And it's not about like this idea of like, this is exotic, or at least for me. And it's about, I am going into a different country because I want to, or a different city even, um, to connect with somebody beyond what I see um in the media what i see what i hear on the news what i you know xyz what wherever your sources are coming from like i need to experience them firsthand because i need to meet these people and connect with them and understand that we are all suffering in this chaotic world and we are all trying to just live and how we are doing it is really unique to each individual and I want to learn from other people because my way is not the highway you know I know I'm stubborn (laughs) but like to listen I want to listen I want to um connect and that's what traveling means. And that even means changing up, like, just your routine. You know, we're constantly on this, like, very stagnant, you know, um, road. But change it up. See what a difference that can make. Yeah, I like that. Um, I mean, for me, I think it's it's that being stagnant. I can't be very stagnant anymore. Uh, I've been stagnant for... 24 years, 25 years going through school and all that stuff. And now it's like, it's time to, to move. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was telling you guys a quote that spoke to me. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to mention it. And actually it was like right under the idea of cultivation and what that means. So this is an Islamic book. Um, I'm just like throwing different like books out there right now. It's called <laughs> Agenda to Change Our Condition. And yeah, so it's under this, you know, under the title of Cultivation. And it says, in order for us to realize our God-given potential within our lifetimes, we must break the cycles of stagnation by abandoning methods 
that have proven ineffective in fulfilling our responsibilities as people. And we can accomplish this only by changing our current condition. This requires courage, commitment, and above all, critical introspection. Hmm. And I just read that yesterday. (laughs) So, and I like tagged it and I was like, that's really beautiful. And I mean, you can apply it to traveling. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. And breaking that cycle. And breaking that cycle. And again, like we said, like traveling means different things to different people. Sometimes I don't like to get into LA traffic and travel from here to my friend's house. It's just so far away. But (laughs) the change that I'm not in my house, you know, I work from home. I do everything from home. Mm -hmm. So the change of just traveling from here to my friend's house and making a connection with her and um, listening to them and talking with them and them listening to me. And, and that's already a change within itself. And I'm already cultivating, you know, something different, whether it be for my spirit, for my emotional state, for my mental state, whatever, whatever it is that you're really like looking for all of these things, you know, can really change um, your perspective on just even that day or that those few minutes things, you know, you're meeting other people and they're meeting you. I mean, I had a conversation with you at one, like towards the end of our New Year's or like our beginning of our New Year's day Mm -hmm. and everyone was asleep. Everyone had left and it was just me and you in the car. And like, it completely like, that conversation, just those conversations we had with Heather and Jared, just completely like so, like different seeds. Like I was like, oh, 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 people have more ideas of things. I'm so excited. Like I want to share them with the world. Awesome. And sure enough, I did, and I came back home, and I was talking to my mom, and you know, like all these little, you know, these little things. Like it pushed me to to do like other things that I'm working on and I'm in the process of. And, and I, I talked to someone on Facebook that I didn't even know. Like, <laughs> I know if you know me, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's a huge really leap. That's a huge people. leap for and you. And I'm like, I could do this now. Holla at your girl. Like, Hey know, Jonah, like, Jonah, she's all, she, she's already thinking of the next trip. She, she texted me the other day. Oh, where, where, where's she thinking about going? Yeah, I don't know. I st- like, we still have to talk about it. Oh, it's oh, okay. All right. Because, you know, well, things have changed since I talked to you yesterday. Oh, <laughs> God. oh you know what? I'm going to call you. Oh, I'm going to call you after this. Cause we gotta, we gotta figure yeah. this out. Cause I'm also broke. If you didn't know. <laughs> we all broke. <laughs> hey, that's why we just want help with this podcast and you can definitely donate. We'll take sponsorships too. We'll uh, give you our number right now. 760-855-5601 if you guys want to sponsor this podcast and help us out. Um, and it was so good talking to you, Ariel. We're gonna, we'll definitely talk to you later and Carlos will call you and we'll talk about maybe our more next travel. Trip. We're going to talk about our next trip. Okay. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Don't, back, use, don't use the bad clip. Okay, bye. Love bye. you. <laughs> Love you, Mika. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what? That got me thinking, though. Yes. Why I travel. Why do you travel, Jonah Price? Because of the stories. It's mm. always about the stories. I get. To, I, I mean, yeah. The same story is always told, right? There's only, like, what, eight ways to tell a story or something? Like is seven that true? Ways. I don't know. I don't really care about that because I enjoy hearing the story over and over and <laughs> over in billions of different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Um, but I also want to thank the people on Facebook that responded to our post. Um, we we both posted recording a podcast episode today. Send me your thoughts about traveling and why. And we really appreciate Stephanie Hart. She came on the show and um, she's uh, actually mentioned everything that she wanted to on the show. As well as Trevor who uh, came in and said, travel not only to understand what type of world you are living in as well as what type of world other people are sick or stick stuck living in i think is stuck living in mm, mm-hmm. um and then do you have one yeah uh i actually had a few they were uh they responded on my facebook and they also responded on my instagram which you can reach me by facebook at carlos diego mendoza and on instagram at carlos d mendoza um asked the same question and i got a lot of responses like i 
I feel like traveling expands your brain more. Uh, traveling expedites and aids mental and spiritual development because of the change of scenery, rhythm, and social context. And they gave an example that if you spend your days in a retail or office job or in the service industry, um, and then you're transported to an organic farm in New Zealand where you walk to the beach in the afternoon, this change could be intrinsic. And I like how Sharon and um, on, on back on my Facebook, uh, Sharon and Stephanie put very similar things that they learn more about history traveling than any other time. As well as Jonathan traveling lets you talk to many new people. You can learn uh, and experience a lot of different things about cultures that way. Um, and what, we got a quote from uh, Mark Twain. Oh, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, from uh, Mr. Landis here. Uh, Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrowed-mindedness. Ah, yeah, look expanding at that. that mind. Huh? Gotta expand it, man. You know, the, there was something that I read too that one of my one of my friends posted as well uh, that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, but it's simply that our planet is so beautiful, and there's so much to see and appreciate. How are we in a state? How are we not in a state of awe? Is more is beyond me. What she put. And so, yeah, if you want to be featured on our show, we also... Oh, dude, one of my friends was literally in the Netherlands. They just they just hit me up. Awesome. They were in the Netherlands kayaking. They were kayaking in the Netherlands. This is awesome. I'm writing this down for my travel list. Dude, we're going to have a great travel list by the yeah. end of this. And, you know, you, if you guys ever have any... Ever want to be featured on the show, you can always call us at 760-855-5601 or email us at mindmeetsmess at gmail.com. Carlos, you have one more? Yeah. Um, I, w- I wanted to kind of end for myself on a quote that is from... A book called The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. But it's about, it follows the story of this young man who decides to leave his home that he grew up in. Um, And he, he decides to leave because this is his journey to become more than what what he was what he was Mm. and the quote is for to stay though the hours burn in the night is to freeze and crystallize and be bound in a mold Mm. well that's all the time we have for you today i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of mind meets mess if you guys ever want to be on the show you can call us at 760-855-5601 you can follow us on our social media and my at mind meets mess right and then carlos we can follow you where follow me on instagram at carlos d mendoza and you can follow me on instagram and snapchat at jonah price or on facebook and twitter at price jonah that's all the time we have for you today if you guys ever want to email to book us on a show hit us up at mind meets mess at gmail.com but that's all we have for you today my name is jonah price we'll see you later catch you later deuces I don't know why I did, like, catch you later, see you later. I don't know why. Catch you later, see you later. All right, we're done. We're done. That's the show. Bye.